What is up, guys? We are back. This is The Real Deal with Casey and Jason, where we talk real life, real experiences, and occasionally real estate. What's up, fellas? What up? Guys, we got uh, Charlie Copeland in the building. Yes, we do. Charlie is, uh, like we talked about, we shout out Charlie quite a bit. A lot. On The Real Deal. Yeah. And you would know that if you listen to that. I was going to say, you might not know that. I know. I know. <laughs> I've heard at least once. I've heard at least once. So funny story, too. Charlie just now is like, you guys just need to get like a legit intro on the videos. Jason's like, bro, have you watched the videos? Nick has got a sick intro that he just did. And it is sick. I will say that. Yes. Um, and he just saw it. He's like, oh, that's perfect, dude. That's badass. Yeah. We got, we got like explosions and flames. And it's like straight up Kenny Powers. Like, I just see Kenny Powers bursting through there. Like yeah. full on mullet. It's very cool. But um, yeah, so we got Charlie in the building. So um, good buddy of ours. Charlie, why don't you introduce yourself to the audience? Oh, great. Yeah, uh, I'm Charlie Copeland. I own Bayheads Brewing Company in Chesapeake City. Soon to be open here soon. So, again, open again. Yes. Grand reopening. Yeah. So uh, actually right next, Charlie, you own the business right next door. We are in South Village, the famous building with the blue roof. That's what I always t- tell everybody. I'm like it's a, it's a little retail strip center with the blue roof. Well, Charlie had Bayheads next door to where we are now. And you are going to be in, I mean, this is Chesapeake City, but you're going to be downtown Chesapeake City. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to be able to capitalize on all the walk-in traffic here very soon. I'm yeah. excited about. And and, and not, a, not a little project. I mean, you took a historic building in town and it's going to be freaking amazing. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. 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 I mean, it was built 1850, the building, so... It's pretty pretty old yeah man that's <laughs> uh, awesome yeah it's been a serious project um trying to restore that i know you know there's been buildings in town where people have had the opportunity to basically knock it down and rebuild it um man i think about if that was an option for me how <laughs> 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 oh, that probably would have been the better better way to go because trying <laughs> to restore this thing right now has been crazy but uh it'll be I worth mean, it yeah the floor in there was like this when you would walk through so um we're good now though i mean i'm in a really good really good spot now um, yeah and uh so next door when you were over here you guys opened was it 17 or 18 i always forget uh, so the grand opening there was March 2018. 2018. Yeah. Okay. And you we just had soft launches prior to that. Just served beer, but it's going to be different over here downtown. Is that right? So I have a full liquor license downtown. So uh, that's definitely a big, that's big awesome. change. Um, and kind of a little bit of a learning curve because I've never owned a full bar before. I mean, yeah. you know, so beer has been the business up to this point. But, yeah, so and then the goal is like starting out, I had to kind of change my permit because there's a lot going on with that process. Um, so I was going to have a kitchen when I first opened, but that's kind of going to be phase two now. I'm going to get the brewery, get my occupancy, get the brewery opened and then uh start serving drinks mm-hmm. and then, you know, put in another permit to get the kitchen going because the gotcha. health department's very backed up right now. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah, for sure. Got it. So a little bit of backstory. Um, yeah, we all kind of work here in this little strip center we yep. did uh, before the brewery moved. But I thought it was so cool. So, I mean, microbreweries are still a big thing, but I think maybe even more so in 2018, like these things are popping up everywhere. And it was like, 
I don't know. I was kind of looking around like, who do I know that's going to open one of these? So I thought it was awesome when you opened Bayheads. Yeah, bro. And it was also right next door to my office. And, uh, you know, my joke was always like, people were like, oh, you're next to that brewery. And I'm like, yeah, I got a tap that comes through my wall and into my office. It would have been legit. Yeah, it would have been awesome. But it was a great spot to uh, for me to like meet clients or meet realtors. I would just walk next door. We'd sit at the bar and get a beer. Um, what prompted you to start that? Like, take us back a little bit. Yeah, so I'm sure there's going to be a lot of like breweries right now that would probably say the same thing, but uh, I looked into like distilling first and doing spirits, and the cost and uh, regulation around all that was just way too much. Uh, so then kind of like shifted gears a little bit and looked into um, brewing, and we sat down with the mayor at the time, it was Dean Gerasmus, and kind of like you know hey this is what we're thinking and he was like well i got a spot in the south village that would be a great fit for you guys to at least start out um so that kind of just like took off from there it's like okay this is our hometown so it's a pretty cool opportunity and there wasn't one already and honestly at the time cecil county only had one brewery in rising sun or conowingo it was like yeah, a farm. fire tower right yeah and it was a farm brewery so it was like a huge opportunity to to do this. And then, uh, you know, now since then, there's been a bunch that have popped up, but nothing in Chesapeake City. We're still the yeah. the only one in, in Chesapeake City. Uh, so. so, like this process, I think about what you did and I'm like, okay, so step one, like how do we brew beer, number one. <laughs> yeah. But then like, you gotta figure out, like you're learning the business as you go. And like, yeah. how, how do you, uh, like just take us through that process and the evolution of all right, we have to figure out how to brew beer. We have to figure out all the equipment we're going to need, the science behind it. But then, like, all right, we got to find a location, build it out, sell the beer, distribute yeah. the beer. So, like, you guys have went a long way because now you're being, um, like, all the local restaurants carry it. Right. Right, which is pretty cool. Yeah, so, so I mean, there is definitely, uh, there's there's home brewing, and a lot of people think, like, you can just go from home brewing to commercial brewing. And I think there's a lot of mistakes there with, like, scaling that people don't anticipate. Uh, so, like, that was a huge learning curve to say, okay, we have commercial equipment now, and we're brewing at a much larger batch size because six barrels, which we have a six-barrel system, that puts us at, like, 186 gallons. So, of, like, finished product, you know. Uh, whereas home brewing you're working with five gallons so like it's a huge well some people i guess could have like 10 or 15 sure. gallon systems but uh it's a huge step up um and hop utilization like different stuff like that is like a serious learning curve you might have this great ipa at five gallons and they have software and stuff that helps you with it but every brew system is different so you got to learn the brew system and like start to understand what your efficiency is with that system and make tweaks and stuff like that and like that's i mean that's just kind of the gist of like the you know science behind it then you have like yeast management and all that stuff that you know getting into all that is like a whole other thing as well um but yeah i mean so that's kind of there was definitely a huge learning curve <laughs> yeah, into yeah. commercial and, and and i want to shout out charlie because he's uh ex you're extremely dedicated to this like as far as the brewing goes like I can, I can just attest to the fact that not only scaling from like a uh, like a like a five gallon to wherever you know you just said 186 gallon, like that's just part of it. Like commercially, you got to worry about cleaning tanks. You got to yeah. worry about 
uh, you know, making sure that, like you said, you've got the right grain build at that scale, the hop utilization, the whole thing. And over the course of the brewery kind of evolving from where it was to where it will be, I mean, as far as like being dialed in and just like really paying attention and like perfecting his craft, like you're into that stuff. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. And yeah, it has been like, yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's a, yeah, I feel like there's always all, like no matter who you talk to, they're always gonna like there's there's always something else you could be doing or somebody else is doing something different and bigger and better, and it's just like you are you always seem to be focused on like you know, really improving the product all the time. That's important. Yeah. yeah, I mean, quality is, and I mean, you made a comment about cleaning, and like you know, cleaning is like ninety percent of what you're doing in a brewery, and anybody that says different doesn't know what they're talking. Dude, <laughs> like cleaning is just like and being very i mean dilutions everything just making sure that you're doing everything properly you have to have properly cleaned and sanitized equipment or you'll have ruined batches of beer and nobody wants that yeah and at least at that level or like where you guys were like you're not just like setting something and forgetting something like you are in there actively like making sure like what is being cleaned is supposed to be cleaned like you said you're you know making sure you've got the proper dilution of acid and caustic and all that stuff that I've long since forgotten, but it's not just cleaning an office. You know what I mean? And I don't want to downplay that, but you know what I mean? Cleaning a brewery tank that somebody's going to be drinking finished product of beer out of is like super important. Yeah. And super involved. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I know like people drink sour beers now, but that's not like the term sour makes it like you can have sour beer that happened not on purpose. Yeah, unintentionally. Yeah, and that's not the good that's not the good stuff, you know. Like that's not the stuff that people enjoy drinking when they say sour beers. So um yeah, it's it's a tedious um hard process like to stay on top of. Uh, and if you're not on top of it, things can get out of control very very quickly. Um you know, and you could start losing batches, which isn't good. Yeah. Well, I think I, I, for one, I'm super excited about you guys getting open. I know a lot of other people are too, because it's going to be an awesome option downtown for, you know, I think summer, how packed Chesapeake city gets. And, you know, you're waiting for a table at prime two, two, five or a Chesapeake Inn. They can walk up there, sit at the bar, get a drink. You know what I mean? Walk around town a little bit. So, and that's a, I mean, that's, you guys know, like, a lot of times when people travel somewhere, one of the first, at least nowadays, one of the first things people are looking for is like, is there a brewery? Yeah. Yeah. Especially in, I think, yeah, especially in Maryland, Delaware, yeah. Eastern Shore. Yeah. So the fact that there's going to be one within walking distance to all those other places too, it's going to be huge. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think people, uh, not neg- to say anything negative to people in town, but like, uh, I don't think they understand how much of a draw for tourism that really is. Mm-hmm. Like even up here, a large portion of our business was people traveling just to come to us and people that said they were looking at towns to visit and made their decision based on the fact that this town had a brewery. So, yeah, I mean, we had people that were traveling on 95 and this was like a common thing. It wasn't just like yeah, a one-off situation. Almost every week. Yeah, like somebody is like traveling on 95 and like Googling like on maps, like breweries near my travel route. And like they would try the new breweries that would pop up, and I'm like, 95 is like 20 minute ride from here. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so somebody's getting off on their ride back from Virginia up to New York and coming to visit the brewery. So like that happened a lot. Yeah, and that's really good. Obviously, 
for your business, but for the town in general, like you said, yeah, like for them to discover the brewery and then, oh wow, look at this amazing town that is also here. Yeah, because you all know how I feel about Chesapeake City. I think it's <laughs> the greatest town in America. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> I shy. Would agree with that. I'm not shy about that. <laughs> yeah, Absolutely. and the I love the brewery feel. I don't know what it is. Um, but I, I literally remember the first IPA I ever had. So like in you know college, it's like you're drinking Natty Light, Bud Light, um, and I remember going to a brewery in Danville, Pennsylvania. I have no idea if it's still there, but Danville's like a little speck on the map up in okay. the middle of PA. And Danielle and I went to lunch there. This is when I was in college, so I was 21. Um, and we went to this brewery. I'm like, oh, I'll take an IPA. That sounds cool. This is before <laughs> they were a thing. And I just remember like the vibe in there. And, and I literally remember this beer and like the food and how it went with it. So there's something just really cool about that. That's really awesome. That it's, 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 there, like, like you said, there's this, it, there's a culture around that stuff. Like yeah. people actively seek it out. And now that there's other breweries in the county too, you have a little uh, kind of like somebody who's coming here can make a day of hitting breweries. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. It's cool too. The whole atmosphere of like being somewhere where something's made, you know what I mean? Like yeah, people point. love farm to table, you know what I mean? Like those type of feels and like the same thing goes with a brewery. Like this is, you know, right here, this was made and like, it's pretty. And cool. in, in the, in the new spot, the tanks are going to be what I would call exposed. Mm-hmm. So like people who are like sitting in the tap room, We'll, we'll have an open, unimpeded view to Charlie in the brew room if he's doing something. I think that's cool because that's yeah. exactly what you just said. Like, they're watching the product being made, essentially. Yeah. I mean, in the old location, we had that, like, cut out, but it just wasn't the same. Yeah. Like, it was totally closed off, and you could be back there, and, like, no one would even know you were there. Yeah, as but, a matter of fact, every now and then, we'd go back there just to kind of, like, yeah, dip yeah. out. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. and it was, yeah, Absolutely. so. <laughs> uh, that's awesome. Um, I guess another thing that I think is fascinating about the brewery is the names that you guys have for some of your beers. So, like, let's go down the list a little bit if you could rattle some off. Because yeah. I think people from Chesapeake City or from Maryland would appreciate the, a lot of the names and then, you know, maybe some of, like, the little stories behind that. Yeah. Uh, so, our flagship IPA is called Canal Town IPA. Awesome. Yeah. Dude, Obviously, it's it. named after the town of Chesapeake City. And I think, like... Is that was that your thinking? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that was that was a, that was a Jason idea there. Uh, it was an awesome. I, name. I, I don't like taking credit for many things, but I, I feel very. I love that name so yeah. much. I'm so glad that you guys oh. were like yes because yeah. it, I, I think it just embodies the town so well. Yeah. And you've made it such a great beer that like they go hand in hand. Yeah. It's awesome. Well, and the cool thing now is like we did artwork for it and we used the building in town now with the bridge in the background. So like, so sweet. Oh, that's yeah, awesome. it's a really cool, it's just kind of like a classic, but like, you know, our, our uh, illustrator, Pat Higgins, he's Shout like, ex- Pat. Yeah, yeah, extremely skilled, awesome dude. And um, he does things kind of like he he's really good with characters and like uh, cartoon style. You know, I, I don't really want to put like a specific style yeah, to yeah, it, yeah. but like because I really don't know the proper term to say. <laughs> yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? But it's like it's cool because it's like artsy the building and it's you know and, and with everything. And we try to incorporate the bridge a lot of times in our uh, in our work. Um, branding, but, you know, man, branding's everything. Yeah. yeah. So we had Canal Town IPA. 
Um, we have Phantom of the Bay IPA, which is a black IPA. Was that Bill? Was that Bill? It might shout have out been. Bill. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah we, might, we can't talk about Bayheads without talking about Bill. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Shout out Bill. It might. It might. Uh, it might have been him. Yeah, and he. So that's all like the idea behind like Chessy the Bay Sea Monster, like, yeah. our, like, <laughs> like our Loch Ness or yeah, whatever. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Uh, so that one's cool, and people love that beer. And I think he actually. Pat Higgins was featured on illustrator.com with that artwork. And like there was like the sport like their website had like the Sports Illustrated magazine cover like below his like So like he's stuff. in good company. Yeah. yeah. So like it was like a cool a pretty cool um, thing. Uh, so people lo- love that that one too. We have Scream and Polly Pumpkin Ale which is named after the the legend you know, of Screaming Polly. Yeah, the legend of Screaming Polly. I literally got chills when you said that. Because <laughs> yeah. As soon as I hear like Screaming Polly, I think of uh, you know the road, right? Yeah. That where it's like famous, right down by Stammer's us. Stammer's Run. Yeah. yeah Stammer's Run. And yeah. uh, you know it's perfect for a, a fall beer too because it's like that's your pumpkin ale, that's your Halloween, and then yeah. it just makes me think of all these times as soon as I got my driver's license you know, driving <laughs> down there. Yep. Yep. So then. Uh, I'm trying to think. So we have St. Augie's, which um, is a Pilsner, and that's named after Augustine Herman, who's a pretty famous, like, he charted maps and everything around here. And actually, he, where the Chateau Boudet winery is, that was his, like, homestead. And he, like, lived the the remaining days of his life uh, there. And I think he's buried either there or, like, somewhere right around here, too. So um, that's a couple that were named, like. It was kind of like the core. The core yeah. four, if you will. Yeah, we did like River Rat IPA, which is like a hazy IPA. It's like what people call themselves around here, River River Rats. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and yeah, C and Double. Yeah. It's a double IPA. C it's kind of a play. And D, like yeah. C and D Canal. Yeah, it's yeah. like a play yeah. kind of on words and yeah. stuff. But yeah, I mean, all this has like illustrations and stuff. It all like really cool. It all, stuff. all ties back into like Chesapeake City and Earlville and just kind of like the greater um Chesapeake Bay area which is freaking sweet I love that yeah I, I do too. it's so neat to have like you know all these little nuances that somebody might not know but then when you see the artwork that goes with it which is top absolutely top notch and if you look at the name and you're from around here or if you start asking you know Charlie when you're sitting at the bar and you're not from around here yeah you can hear all these stories which I think just man it creates such a bond to this town and and the brewery which is neat it really does yeah. It really does. I mean, even the name itself, Bayheads, is like, because we're along the canal, we're at the top of uh, Bay, on Chesapeake Bay and Delaware Bay, so like, that so, kind of... Yeah, yeah, I don't know if you, you actually knew that, but yeah, that was uh, the driving force behind the name, like, between the heads of two bays. I never even caught on to that. I just think yeah. Yeah. Bay and, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. So I say I learned something today. Yeah. There's another name that, I don't know if we can drop this, because this this doesn't even exist, but Jason had oh, mentioned yeah. the name. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, bridge work. I've been, I've been, oh, yeah. uh, yep, yep. I've been fighting for that, man. <laughs> I have been fighting it's for that name. It's going to be like a triple. I like know, bro. Heavy. Dude, I was on my way here yesterday. There was like an accident somewhere on Route 1. It took me almost 40 minutes to get here from my house in Cecilton because traffic was backed up all the way to like Kyatt's Corner because I guess all that traffic for up that was supposed to be on 896 or whatever in Middletown got diverted through here and it was a nightmare because they're doing bridge work. Yeah. <laughs> bridge <laughs> work, bro. Georgetown's like closed down. St. Yeah. George's Bridge or whatever. That's yeah, right. exactly, yeah. bro. So the, yeah, this bridge is like, I mean, if you're from the area, if you drive 213 Augustine Herman Highway, you'd know that 
you're you're hitting bridge work any time <laughs> yeah. of year. It yes. doesn't matter, and it's like perpetual. It just goes yeah. on and on and on. So yeah, I think like a real heavy like. <laughs> Fourteen percent something uh, is yeah. not that we're taking the worst. business yeah. or anything. It's like in the works. It's in the works. <laughs> it's, it's in the works. So uh, one other thing I want to mention, I would be uh, remiss if I didn't bring up your shirt. So oh, yeah, if, I, if everyone could take a peek, if you're on YouTube, yeah. uh, you'll, you might recognize this guy. Oh, yeah. This is Harry. This is uh, the logo of Happy Harry's, which I just told you guys that was my first job ever. I had no idea. Yeah. First job ever was Happy Harry's in Elkton, right uh, at the top of 213 on the left-hand mm-hmm. side there. Yeah. So I was 15, I think, and I walked in, had my dad drive me there, I walked in, asked to speak to a manager, <laughs> and told him I was looking for a job. That's and awesome. I got hired on the spot, so that was my first job. That's awesome. Yep. So yeah, what what why are you wearing Happy Harry shirt? Oh yeah, well, so I saw this article a while back on Delaware Online. <laughs> classic Charlie. Well, but but there's, there's actually a guy's... Uh, He's like a local artist, and he, um, I guess, was like diagnosed with cancer and was trying to raise funds. I don't know what type of cancer or any of those details. It was all in the article, but uh, yeah, he was trying to raise funds and he was selling these with stickers. So I was like, oh, he had hoodies too. That's cool. That's pretty. He had, he had hoodies awesome. too, but I like went and uh, found him on Instagram and then just like placed an order for the shirt and That's a couple awesome. stickers. So. That's awesome. It's a very. Yeah. I mean, if you're from this area, it's an extremely recognizable. Like even if it didn't have happy underneath of it, you'd be like, oh, that's the happy hairy guy. hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. So I actually wore this to the inn, the uh, like uh, <laughs> just began a couple like two weeks ago, and. <laughs> There was people coming up taking pictures. <laughs> like, there's like not only is this guy six foot seven. Yeah, like people stop me and they're like, "Hey, my wife used to work there. Like, worked for like you know twenty years or something like that. Can I take a photo?" And I was like, "Yeah, that's cool." I was like, this is kind of weird. You should and be like, it's my uncle. It's my uncle Harry. Yeah, and they like cropped me like my head out. <laughs> like they took just a photo of the, of the t-shirt. I was like, "Okay, this is uncomfortable." Yeah. Oh, that's funny. That is awesome. That's yeah, great. but it's a pretty cool shirt. So. I love it. And I like the calls behind it, see? So yeah, it's helping out very somebody. Cool. Yeah. Very cool. Um, I want to <laughs> just ask you briefly, Charlie, because I've talked to Jason about this, but not you yet. You guys have done some cold plunging in, in the river. <laughs> oh, yeah. So yeah. Like, go through that a little bit with me, what that was like. Uh, so the first time I, like, did it, I just kind of brought it up casually to Jason and Steven <laughs> and... Steven was like, let's do it. And he was like all like... Steve, yeah, there, if there's an idea, especially if it's a little crazy, Steven's like, yes. Yeah. And then it turned into like, we did this often. Weekly. Like, yeah, three times a week. Yeah. Four times a week. Like, Yeah, so you, you have a... Your dad has a place... On, what's, is Cabin John Creek. Yeah, it's right off Cabin John Creek. Yeah. It's... Uh, you know, right. I mean, we're right almost at the yeah, bay. Right at the bay. Yeah. Where the bay and Gavin John Creek meet. Yeah, right Frickin off the turkey point. Gorgeous so. place. And so I think the first time we did it was like 4 45 in the morning. Yeah, it's crazy. In, Steven lost in his December. Keys. On Stephen Stephen misplaced his keys. I don't know if you know that story. No, I didn't hear that. So <laughs> Stephen, I don't know. So Stephen lost his keys and we're searching <laughs> in the sand after we plunged. Dude, Stephen is leaving for Florida the next day. Yeah, it's December twenty he, second. He's leaving for Florida on the twenty third. Oh no! Loses his keys at four thirty in the morning after we cold plunge. Pitch black. It's probably pitch black. Twenty degrees. It was going to rain all day too. So he ended up going through this whole thing with like locksmiths and like towing his truck and like. <laughs> 
trying to get this key remade, like a fob or whatever. So, like, two weeks or, like, a week and a half, two weeks later. It was about a week and a half. He was in Florida. Yeah. I'm, like, at the gas station at Royal Farms. <laughs> and I was, like, looking on top of my hood, and I went to walk around the, like... I was looking on top of the truck, sorry, not the hood. And I went to walk around the front, and I looked. I had, like, a bug guard, and I saw something. I looked, and, like, his keys were just, like, tucked in. (laughs) So he jumped out of the bed of Charlie's truck at 4.30 in the morning and placed his keys in his hoodie on Charlie's, on the hood of his truck, and the keys slid down to the bug guard. Oh, no. (laughs) And they, they, like, stayed there. I drove that truck all over the place for, like, like 10 to 14 days. No way. He sent us a video. At like ten o'clock at night, yeah. of him finding the keys and sent it to me and Steven. It was amazing. No way, dude. Yeah. Yeah. We'll get Steven's take on that story. Yeah, we got when, when he he's gonna be on here in a couple weeks. All right, awesome. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's well, hilarious. So I, what? I had to share that. It's too unreal of a story not to like tell it. But yeah. So what kind of water temps are we talking here? Did you guys thirties? Yeah, high thirties, low forties for sure. Yeah. And you're yeah. just like walking into the water. Yeah, we walked right in, <laughs> sat right down. There was a couple times it was real awesome. The, I remember like that rain the one time. Yeah. I was like, it yeah, was the cool one time shit. it was there was a, a nice cool rain and that was nice. But on days where it was windy is when it's tough because the waves get you and then oh, then man. it goes back into the cold air and then they get you and it goes back into the cold air. Yeah, that was tough. Yeah, there was a couple times we were gonna go and I was like, it's way too choppy out there. Yeah. Like we yeah. <laughs> That's just crazy. You catch a catch a road neck on the or road wave on the neck. Yeah. The first time I dunked my head under, I clogged my ear for like a whole de- <laughs> like two days or like remember it was like the whole day. I'm like, dude, I can't get my ear like clogged out of the water. But yeah, uh, no, it's. I mean, it definitely is uh, an amazing how you feel afterwards. Mm-hmm. So I would highly recommend it to anybody that's again, we're not doctors. Yeah. I'm not a doctor. But it does feel enough. But I am telling you that I had back pain and went in there and did this and I felt amazing afterwards. Yes. I'm not telling you it's going to cure back pain. I'm not licensed uh, in any way. So are you continuing this now? Like are you doing any kind of cold exposure or showers? I've kind of fallen off a little bit besides like some cold shower rinses every now and then. Mostly just because the temp has warmed up and I've been crazy busy trying to get the brewery done down here. Like the past couple of weeks have been like insane, all the work that I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Um, so no, recently I have not been sticking with it, but I think we all need to go in on like one of like the legit ones. Yeah. Like one of the legit cold plunge. Yeah. I'd be down. We should go in on one and we should keep it at a central location. Maybe like, yeah. Chesapeake yep. city ish. Yep. And there we go. And we can do it year round because I have fallen off for sure. I think I went like 105 days in a row and then it started to get warm. And I go out there and I check the temperature, be like 65 degrees. I'm like, eh. it's not yeah. doing anything. No, it's yeah, not doing You want to put ice in there. It's like, oh, 63. I'm like, eh. It's kind of, yeah. I mean, I, I almost feel like it'd be nice to do a seasonal thing for me with the with the river because it's like right there. Right there. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, oh, okay. It's getting that time of year yeah, now. Like so November to March. And, yeah. That's a good time of year. I mean, it's funny you say that because. For the past three, four years, that's been the time of year when I'm like coming off the holidays. My diet has not been good. I've been drinking too much. I'm, it's time to get back on the grind. So from like January, February, March during that period is like when I get back on a kick, it seems like. Yeah. So it is a good time of year to like introduce that habit again and get you back on track for right. for summertime. Now, yeah. uh, so kind of pivoting back to the uh, 
the Bayheads thing. Do you have any idea when you might start letting people into? I'm not holding you to anything because I know no, yes. things change. I'm on pace right now for occupancy in May, which nice. means I'll legally be able to start brewing. I had the state comptroller's office came and inspected the facility. Nice, bro. Um, two weeks That's ago. Big time. Yeah, so I, a lot of people don't know this. I'll explain to everybody. When you deal with alcohol or tobacco, there's most people start a business. They just need to get a business license locally, like wherever they're at. Mm-hmm. Um when you deal with alcohol, it's federally regulated. So you have to get a brewer's notice and you have to file with like the federal government, the TDB, TTB, which is like tobacco trade bureau or whatever. Like, so they handle, uh, alcohol as well. They have to approve you. And I moved to a new location and had some other minor changes. So like they had to update in their system then after that gets updated, you have to go to the state, but the state won't issue you a license until you have your occupancy. And then the local liquor board won't issue you a license until you have your state license. So like, so is the occupancy a local thing? Yeah. So occupancy is with the permit office. Okay. So I'm working right now to get cleared with them. I actually just had an electrical inspection today and it all was good. So awesome. So happy about that. Um, but yeah, so I'm working on occupancy right now. So once that happens, liquor board can email the state and be like, we're good to go. And then it'll kind of all happen simultaneously. Yeah. Like one after another, like within yeah. 24 hours. Uh, but yeah, that's been like the hardest part is just getting to a point where I can go to the county and get approved for occupancy because it just wasn't in good enough condition. To but it do sounds that. like it's, it's close. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're in a good Good spot now. Awesome. I'm hoping um, occupancy in May. And I'll have the full liquor license. So I don't know what that's going to, like, kind of how I'm going to go after that. But, like, it would be cool to be open in some fashion by Memorial Day. Oh, yeah. Um, just having a sign out. Everything's going to be, like, soft launch. Like, people might hear this, but I'm not, like, going to be probably posting it out there or anything that I'm open. I'm just going to kind of open the doors and whoever stumbles in, stumbles in. That's cool. So, yeah, awesome. I'll stumble in for a yeah. water. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. I might have to... Um, Hopefully I'll have soda. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Diet I might soda. have to break my streak with a <laughs> ice-cold uh, Canal Town. There we go. <laughs> um, I really want... When I started this year, I wanted to get till June. And as I'm getting closer now, um, I have a couple of things coming up in May, and I'm like, it's going to be hard to skip. <laughs> it's going to be hard to skip out some beers in May, but... Um, I made it four months. Dude, that's so impressive. Good. Yeah, I feel good. That's impressive. Um, Charlie, you are also, so you started this business that you've ran, but you also have a full-time job. Yes. So exactly. what are your, uh, you seem excited about your full-time <laughs> job. <laughs> no, I, I love you, Will Mew. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, so like, tell us a little bit about that and like maybe what you do for that job, how it bleeds over it all, like skills you've learned, and then how you balance having a full-time, because we talk about that a lot of the podcast of like, you know, we both left what you'll call like a nine to five salary position to do sales roles. And we've had other people on that left a, a regular, I say regular job, salaried position, whatever, to open a business. But you do both. Yeah, it's a challenge, especially having a newborn. Yeah, that's kids. right. And yeah, Charlie, and you got two little ones at home. Yeah, that's it's shout been out Kelly. Stressful. Yeah. Frankie, Josie. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so I, uh, 
I work at WilmU, Wilmington University, as a staff member. I don't teach or anything like that. Um, I'm a web developer. So I got started in the web development um, right around when I was like 19, 20 years old. I actually just started like, because my dad and my aunt owned a business and I just like, they needed some help doing that stuff. So like I started to get into it and I was like, oh, I kind of enjoy this. And then I was looking for like better solutions for like online stores and different things that they were trying to do. And like, I started like custom developing some stuff. Uh, and then I ended up pursuing it further. I got like a computer science degree at Wilmington university and they had a co-op program and I ended up getting hired through that program with them. And I've been there um, full-time seven years now. And then part-time, I I started there part-time for like two or three years. So it's been, I guess, almost 10 years now that I've been like involved with the university. Uh, It's definitely a challenge trying to run a business too and and do that. Um, I mean, the nice thing about like the brewery is it's been like limited hours. You know what I mean? We weren't open Monday to Sunday or Sunday to Saturday. We were open, you know, Thursday, Friday evenings, and then Saturday and Sunday all day. So uh, I, I think at first when I get open with the brewery, it'll still be kind of limited hours like Thursday that to start. Yeah, just to start. Um, that way, you know, everything can still be balanced and everything and try to find people to be hired that can, you know, work those hours so I can manage both. So. Yeah. But, and that, but so... What you did at Wilmu to kind of uh, piggyback on what Casey said, like you're, uh, I would assume you built the website, right? For so Bayheads. yeah, so uh, right now it's kind of under construction, so nobody <laughs> nobody judge me mm, on that. Should we cut this part out? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like building the website. Just like yes, yes, it is, it is. Uh, just because all the moving and everything, I didn't know what was happening, so I like kind of changed all that. Uh, I didn't yeah. want people confused thinking that we're open, because I still get phone calls like. Hey, are you Bayheads? Are you open? And I'm like, nah, I'm not open right now. I'm sorry. Coming soon. Uh, but yeah, no, it's, it's helped because like I work in market, I work with marketing hand, like hand in hand and like uh, creative services at the university. So like we're building like web experiences and like, especially since the pandemic, you know, online learning and everything's so huge. Uh, so, and it's all about the user experience yeah. and like getting conversions and, and that type of stuff. So like, that's been extremely helpful as far as like digital marketing and stuff with the brewery and like helping to put that together and like what's useful for people to have online. And, mm-hmm. and right now too, I'm thinking out the kind of the relaunch of the new website with the new location and like what that's going to be exactly. So mm. that's awesome. So you would be able to help us with a, Real deal with Casey and Jason website. Oh, yeah, absolutely. We, we need to Jason do that. Is, yeah, we need to, we need to secure that. So that's, you know, we got a verbal commitment. That's yeah. actually why we had you here. To put you on the spot about that. No, uh, yeah, I, I, I knew uh, that you had uh, done a, a great job on the, the first generation of the Bayheads website. Yeah. I have not been to it to see the under construction sign, but yeah, right don't now, hold that just, against him yeah. um, because it, he is a great web developer. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, it doesn't even, it doesn't even, it doesn't say under construction. It just says, <laughs> moving and coming soon you know it's actually not that i'm like oh god and subscribe to our newsletter please um let me capture that which by the way is been like the number one thing that i've like it has been huge the newsletter 
the amount of subscribers I have. I haven't really sent a newsletter recently. <laughs> and I'm about to, though. Like, I'm building up to that. Because, yeah, like, that's about to be coming. Also. Like, yes, in, like, the next two weeks, I'm going to be updating everybody. Because I actually have, like, solid photos now yeah. of, like, what looks like a complete facility to show people. Whereas before, it would have just looked terrible. And I'd been like, how do I explain to people? <laughs> like, no, a lot's happened. You don't understand. But, like, uh, yeah. So, I mean, we have, like... Close, like right around a thousand subscribers to the newsletter. Wow, so, really great! Dude, yeah. I feel like I dropped the ball completely on that with with my personal like brand and my business. Like I, I think that's so Same. huge to have a, a newsletter. One to be able to capture people's email address so you can keep them updated and then get constant you know emails to go out. Stay in front of people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we definitely need to think through that. Yeah. Do you use the CRM for that? No, I just use um, Campaign Monitor. Actually, it's just a. You know, like SaaS software as a service. Yeah, yeah so it's Email they just software. yeah. They, there's like a, a bunch out there. It's like, like constant um, contact, that kind con- of thing. Yeah, constant Mail, contact. Mailchimp, right? yeah. yeah, Mailchimp. Like, there's a handful of like those types of services out there, and it all depends on like what other services you're using because like some things integrate better with other ones. You know, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, like if you can formulate kind of like an automated process with some of that, like a journey, they call it, like. Yep. And put together good communication plans and stuff like man you can that's a really good way to you know stay on top of your marketing and like you know retention other different things like that that's a big thing too like with a brewery because like you know i'm sure you guys are aware like how much it costs to get a new customer versus the cost of just you know retaining the an existing one so like retention is you know a huge mm-hmm. part of that and helpful with all that as well but yeah, I think, um, it, you know, just building your following and then being able to keep people updated and keep you top of mind is huge. Yeah. Um, so I, I love that you guys do that. And, you know, like I said, I want to get a website to put together here. We're yeah. working on um, this is an announcement. We're working on that, guys. You know, we're going to get a website. And we're also, <laughs> here we go. Oh, here, I was yeah. going to say, I think you're going somewhere else. Yeah, too. we're also going to get... Um, some apparel out. Okay, that's not what oh, I was expecting. Right, but I, I, I know what you're saying too. But um, yeah, we're gonna get some apparel out soon. So our buddy Drew, who we also need to reach out to, yeah, uh, we're gonna get some some stuff with our. We got like five different versions of our logo. Drew had Drew and Kayla. I shouldn't have announced this on the podcast. Drew had a little one today. Oh, oh really? Yeah. Awesome. Drew, had, Drew awesome. had a little one today. Wow. So we might be a Drew, little bit Drew backlogged and, on the <laughs> Drew and Kayla. Congratulations, baby Owen. Baby Owen. Oh, very cool. Nice. Yeah. That's awesome. So two baby Owens. Two baby Owens. Of our friends. Yeah, recently. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. I I thought, and I'm not going to mention this on camera because I didn't know, but I'm going to just write it in my notes. I thought you were going to mention this. I don't know Uh, know uh, if we can say that yet. No, no, we'll hold off on that. We'll hold off on that. Cool. But we are going to get some, uh, some, you know, apparel out there. So we'll give an option like this wonderful hat I have right here with the Nation's Lending logo on it. We'll get something like this because we got like five versions of our um, real deal with Casey and Jason logo. Yes, thank you. Blonnie. Yes, Blonnie. Today's yes, just another, a thank you show. Another yeah. local, thank you, Charlie. Local yeah. business owner. <laughs> so we'll get some stuff out soon. Um, you know, I'm excited about that. We'll, we'll sell it on our website that Charlie builds for us at some point. <laughs> so big show here, guys. Big announcements. Oh my gosh, that's great. That's great. Anything you guys want to wrap up on? Uh, I think it would be helpful to clarify to your audience and two people in particular uh, who the first Mug Club member is. Of Bayhead's Brewing oh, Company. You're, you're really putting me on the spot now. Talking about tough questions. There is two individuals that are going to freak out if I were to declare one over the other. I can tell you that. Is, uh, is, is there some debate over who the first is? Oh, there's a 1A and a 1B. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. 
had to be up there too. I'm thinking top you, ten. At you least. Were, yeah, I think you were. He's probably yeah. yeah. You probably were top ten. But like one A and one B, um, in no particular order. <laughs> we don't know who A or B is. There's debate about that. But they're one, they're both local guys. Yes, you know, and uh, great stewards of the community and just great people. Yep. You want to name them? Oh yeah, we definitely can. I'm sure they'll be fine with it. Bob Miller. Yep. Well, I, I said this name first. That doesn't mean anything. <laughs> and and our and our buddy Dick Fox. Okay. Yep. Now Bob is on a label. He's on a label. Night, oh, that's nighttime right. He's dredger. on the nighttime dredger. The coffee. Yeah, we the actually coffee beer. use. It's right? like it's like his favorite beer. So like they we use, use Bob's face. Wow. As like the I don't want to call it the mascot, but it's like the logo for the beer. Yeah. So, so I, I guess all that we're wondering now is which beer one you know Dick's going to be on. Yeah, he's asked. <laughs> <laughs> he is asked. So. <laughs> yep. So it's undecided. There, there's one A, one B, and perhaps it fluctuates. Yeah. So I'll let them box that out. Cool. I think that, that's a very diplomatic answer there. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Anything uh, you want to close with, Charlie? Any closing remarks? Uh, no, just thanks for having me on. It's Announcements, great. plans, anything I'm gonna like that. I'm going to watch more of the show there we than, go. I, than there I've we done go. before. You know, so. <laughs> yeah. Now we appreciate you being on. Um, this is a big, you know, big thing. I know because everyone downtown, like I said, is you know anxiously waiting as you are the reopening of Bayheads. Yeah. And having that spot. So um, glad that we could. Like I don't know. We'll call this breaking news. We're going to break this to the town. Yeah. At some point in May. Just keep an eye out. And this is gonna this is gonna drop on Cinco de Mayo, okay. May fifth. This is gonna so this will drop the first week of May. So, in, cool. when people are hearing this, it'll be just a few weeks potentially that Bayheads will be open. Yep. Soft opening. Yeah. Doors. Yeah, just check the doors. Maybe like, one yeah. day they'll they'll be open. Exactly. Yeah. Like I, said, I will not be posting about it. It'll just happen, yeah. But just walk you know? by and touch the handle. If you see a sign out. You're you know it's a pretty good sign that. Um, and maybe if. Bob or Dick, whoever walks in there first, could settle the debate. Right. Yeah. yeah you can ask Good him. Good point. All right. Awesome. Well, this thank was you, fun. bro. Yep. Yeah, thanks, man. And thank you all for tuning in. Um, we're getting so much more traction every week that we post, which is yes. awesome. Um, our YouTube videos are growing. And uh, every time we have an awesome guest on like Charlie, it seems like that video just goes reaches a little bit further than it did before. So... Um, really exciting stuff for us. We uh, we love this. We're gonna keep doing it and keep bringing in local people, and um, you know, just talking about stuff like this that give you a little uh, a peek behind the curtains for a lot of people yep, and different things. For sure. So, all right, guys, appreciate it. This has been the real deal. We'll see you next time. Thanks, guys.